0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Music and Therapy Podcast. I'm your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. I hope you guys are having an amazing day and that all is going well for you. I hope you guys are feeling well and that you're healthy and happy. Last week on the podcast, we talked about attachment styles and how your particular attachment style can either make or break your marriage. So here are some takeaways from last week's episode. So last week we talked about four different types of attachment styles. We talked about secure attachment, anxious preoccupied attachment, avoidant dismissal attachment, and disorganized attachment. Now, we mentioned these four because I thought it was important for you to know that there are four attachment styles. However, last week, for the sake of time, we only talked about two attachment styles, and that was the secure attachment and anxious preoccupied attachment and so this week we're going to talk about the other two but last week we talked about secure attachment And we learned and we discovered that secure attachment is the most healthy form of Attachment that you can have in your relationship So the secure attachment style is the one you should have and we mentioned last week that it didn't mean that you were perfect it didn't mean that your relationship didn't have problems, but It was just that you were likely to feel secure enough to take responsibility for your own mistakes and failings, and that you were willing to seek help and support when you needed it. So that was the secure attachment style. Now, the ambivalent or the anxious preoccupied attachment style, we learned that with that attachment style, people are usually anxious. And yeah, it kind of goes along with the name, you know, anxious preoccupied. So yeah, they're anxious. They tend to be overly needy. They're uncertain, they're lacking in self-esteem, and they crave emotional intimacy, but worry that others don't want to be with them. Now, in both styles of attachment, there are things, um, other things that go along with it, but I'm not going to go into that right now because we're just doing a recap. But there are other things that go along with both of these types of attachments, and we learn that most of the time, people feel a certain way, and it's all based on what happened to them in their childhood. So if you were an infant, and your caregiver or your parents weren't responsive to your cries and they ignored you and you didn't feel loved and you didn't get what you needed as a child, then when you grow up, you will develop these type of attachment styles because it all stems from what happened to you in infancy. And how you relate to your guardians or your parents in infancy is how you relate to your partner now. So that is what we talked about last week. These are a few takeaways from last week's podcast episode, so if you would like to find out what type of attachment style you have in your relationship, then click on the link in the show notes to listen to last week's episode of the podcast. Before we get into this week's topic, we are going to hear a word from one of our sponsors. Hello, this is relationship coach, Kiana W. Mitchell, and I would love to invite you to join my signature program called Improve Your Marriage While Improving Yourself. This is a year-long intensive marriage coaching program that will help you improve your marriage and in the process, improve yourself. In this course, you will discover who you are, what your expectations are for your marriage, and why you act and react the way you do in your marriage. These are just some of the things you will discover about yourself and your marriage during this program. So if you are struggling in your marriage and want to improve your marriage, then click the link below in the show notes to be a part of the Improve Your Marriage While Improving Yourself signature program. I can't wait to see you there. The podcast We're going to talk about the other two attachment styles in relationships, which are avoidant, dismissive attachment, and disorganized attachment. Now, both of these attachment styles are not healthy, I just want to point that out, but we are going to talk about what they are so that you'll know what. These characteristics are in case you may have these attachment styles or maybe your spouse have these attachment styles And you'll be able to not only identify them but understand which attachment style is healthy Which is the attachment style we talked about last week, which was the secure attachment style But we're going to talk about the avoidant dismissive attachment style right now So with this attachment style is different from the anxious, preoccupied attachment style because instead of craving intimacy People who have the avoidant dismissive attachment style, they are so wary of closeness that they tend to avoid emotional connections with others. So they would rather not rely on other people or have other people rely on them. So someone with avoidant dismissive attachment style, they may find it is difficult to tolerate emotional intimacy. They value independence and freedom to the point where you can feel uncomfortable, even stifled by intimacy and closeness in a romantic relationship. So these type of people tend to be independent people. They're content to care for themselves and don't feel a need for other people. The more someone tries to get close to this person or the needier a partner becomes, the more this person tends to withdraw. So people with this type of attachment style are uncomfortable with your emotions and partners often accuse you of being distant and closed off, rigid and intolerant, and in return you accuse them of being too needy. You're prone to minimize or disregard your partner's feelings. You keep secrets from them, engage in affairs, and even end relationships in order to regain your sense of freedom. You may prefer fleeting, casual relationships to long-term intimate ones, or seek out partners who are equally independent, ones who will keep their distance emotionally. While you may think you don't need close relationships or intimacy, the truth is we all do, so humans are hardwired for connection. And deep down, even someone with an avoidant dismissive attachment style wants a close, meaningful relationship. They just need to overcome their fear of intimacy. So that is what occurs when someone has uh, an avoidant dismissive attachment style. Now, people with disorganized, disoriented attachment style, they are also referred to as fearful for avoidant attachment because this stems from an intense fear. So it's often a result of childhood trauma, neglect, or abuse. Adults with this style of insecure attachment tend to feel they don't deserve love or closeness in a relationship. So you see how it's different. So with the avoidant, the one we just talked about, the avoidant dismissive attachment style, they are afraid of closeness. But people who have the disorganized attachment style, they are fearful of closeness because they don't think that they deserve it. And here is how this type of attachment style, this organized attachment style, can affect your adult relationship. So if you have a disorganized attachment style, you've never learned to self-soothe your emotions so both relationships and the world around you can feel frightening and unsafe. If you experience abuse as a child, you may try to replicate the same abusive patterns of behavior as an adult. You probably find intimate relationships confusing and unsettling often swinging between emotional extremes of love and hate for a partner. You may be insensitive toward your partner, selfish, controlling, and untrusting, which can lead to explosive or even abusive behavior, and you can be just as hard on yourself as you are on others. You may exhibit antisocial or negative behavioral patterns, abuse, alcohol, drugs, or prone to aggression or violence. Others may despair at your refusal to take responsibility for your actions, So, even though you may crave the security and safety of a meaningful, intimate relationship, you will feel unworthy of love and terrified of getting hurt again. Your childhood may have been shaped by abuse, neglect, and trauma. So, if you notice that you do not have a secure attachment style, then here are some things that you can do to work on developing a secure attachment style. And as I said earlier, the secure attachment style is the healthy attachment style to have. So, here are some things you can do. Number one, improve your nonverbal communication skills. Now, nonverbal communication skills are something you may not even be aware of. It can be something as easy as a gesture, a word, a signal. Sometimes if you're crossing your arms, you give off the vibe that you just don't want to be bothered. So this has a lot to do with it. So even though you may not be aware of your nonverbal communication skills, or what your body or gestures or signals are projecting to people, it is something that you should definitely take into consideration because these nonverbal cues are sending strong messages about what you really feel. At any age, developing how well you read, interpret, and communicate nonverbally can help you improve and deepen your relationships with other people. You can learn to improve these skills by being present in the moment, Learning to manage stress and developing your emotional awareness. Number two, you can boost your emotional intelligence. So emotional intelligence is also known as EQ for emotional quotient. It's the ability to understand, use, and manage your own emotions in a positive way to empathize with your partner or communicate more effectively and deal with conflict in a healthier way. So as well as helping to improve how well you read and use nonverbal communication, building on that emotional intelligence can help strengthen a romantic relationship. So once you understand your emotions and you understand how to control them, you'll be better able to express your needs and feelings to your partner because you'll be able to articulate and verbalize what you need rather than projecting these emotions out on your partner in a negative way. So once you can articulate what you need, your partner will understand what you're asking for, what you're craving, and be able to accommodate you and what you need in the relationship. Developing relationships with people who are securely attached. This is so important because being in a relationship with another person who also may have an insecure attachment style can make for a union that's kind of out of sync at best, rocky, confusing, or even painful at the worst case scenario. So while you work through your own insecurities together as a couple, Work on it by yourself as well, because this can help you. It would be also helpful if you could find a person who has a secure attachment style to help you shift away from the negative patterns of thinking and behavior. So a strong supportive relationship with someone who makes you feel loved can play an important role in building your sense of security. Estimates vary, but research do suggest that 50-60% to of people have a secure attachment style. So that's a good chance, there's a very good chance, That you can find someone maybe a romantic partner if you're single or even a friend if you are in a relationship maybe a friend who has a secure attachment style who can help you overcome your insecurities another thing you can do is resolve any childhood trauma now this is so important because a lot of these insecure attachment styles come as a result of childhood trauma so experiencing childhood trauma as an infant or young child can interrupt the attachment and bonding process Childhood trauma can result from anything that impacts your sense of safety, such as an unsafe or unstable home or environment. And see, it doesn't always have to be abuse. Maybe if you grew up in a home where you were not sure if there was going to be enough money to eat or have bills paid or pay rent, this can also be trauma for a child. So any situation or anything that occurred to you in childhood or in infancy that made you feel unsafe or insecure this can be considered childhood trauma separation from your parent your caregiver a serious illness neglect or abuse so when childhood trauma is not resolved feelings of insecurity fear and helplessness can continue on into adulthood so please do not think that if you ignore how you feel right now that it just will go away your feelings are not going to go away they're just going to continue to get worse and worse and progress as you get older So it's important to work on these things. Even if your trauma happened many years ago, it's not too late for you to go back and address these issues and actually work on them. There are many steps that you can take to overcome the pain, regain your emotional balance, and learn how to trust and connect in a relationship again. And I always suggest seeking out the help of a professional counselor who can help you, guide you, talk you through these things, and help you resolve what happened. Even finding a good coach can help you resolve some of this trauma. These are just some things that you can do. And I want you to remember that it's important to resolve childhood trauma because the sooner you resolve childhood trauma, then you can heal and move on. And things that happen to you in your childhood do and can affect your relationship. So that is what I wanted to talk about today. So now that you know what the four attachment styles are, I would encourage you to go back over some of these things and think about how do I react to my partner? What is my attachment style? What is my partner's attachment style? How are they relating to me? And kind of try to see where you guys are with your attachment styles. And recognize if your attachment style is not the secure attachment style, then you guys definitely have some things to work on. And I would advise you to see... Either a professional counselor or a coach a relationship coach to help you work through these issues so that you guys can develop that secure attachment style which is the healthy attachment style to have now the song we're going to listen to today is called the same old thing and it's about a woman who is stuck doing the same old thing because of unhealthy attachment styles so here's the song the same old
1: thing
0: The podcast i would like to thank you so much for being here with me today i absolutely love hanging out with you each week and it's always a pleasure to spend time with you if you love the podcast as much as i love spending time with you i encourage you to share this week's episode with a friend or family member and make sure that you like and follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts i will also love it if you will leave a review for the podcast so you can let me know how much you are enjoying the show Because I am so thankful to you guys, I am going to be giving away a free gift. I understand that being married can be difficult and stressful at times, so if you are looking for a way to stop arguing and resolve issues in your marriage, then click the link below in the show notes to download your free PDF about how to solve problems in your marriage. If you would like to contact me, feel free to contact me on social media by clicking the links in the show notes and I promise you that I will respond to your message.